welcome to worship from Tynings Lane today, wherever you found yourself, whether you're at home or out and about listening or watching. Today is All Saints Day and I hope you found a way of celebrating. Maybe you'd like to thank someone who has helped you on your journey, whether in the past or in the present. I'm also delighted to say that today we'll be welcoming some friends from a charity called Latin Link who will share with us a little bit about what they're going on, uh, what's going on with them. Uh, Latin Link is one of six charities that Tiny supports every month. Across the year, sometimes there are other charities we support as well, but we have six that we commit to for three years to help support everything they're doing. And today you'll find out a bit more about Latin Link. But as our worship begins, let's pray. Father God, we give thanks for those who have helped us to know you. For those who have come across our path and pointed to you. We give thanks for those who help us this day. For those that we have helped and those we will continue to share our journey with. Father, as we gather in our separate places, help us to know we are not alone and that you love us and know us wherever we find ourselves this day. Amen. Psalm 24. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. For he founded it on the seas and established it on the waters. Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord? Who may stand in his holy place? The one who has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not trust in an idol or swear by a false god. They will receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God their saviour. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, you gates. Be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, you gates. Lift them up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is he, this King of glory? The Lord almighty. He is the King of glory.
Hello, everyone. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Simone Lockyer, and I work for a mission agency called Lottinlink. And Tiny's Lane has been uh, a partner of ours for a long time now. We are very grateful for your partnership, which allows us to reach to people both in Latin America and in the UK. Now, if you want to know a little bit more about what the work about the work uh, of Latinlink, please do check our website on latinlink.org.uk. Our team has done a brilliant job at communicating how we are responding to the pandemic in Latin America. There's a lot of material there in our Global Sofa campaign and also Stories of Hope, which is our latest uh, latest communication. It's lots of videos and lots of things about how um, God is working in Latin America through, uh, through Latin Link which is also part of what you are doing as a church. So just do check this out and, uh, and uh, take part and see for yourself what, uh, what's going on there. But today I'm going to share uh, with you a few words from a well-known passage of the Bible, which I hope will be an encouragement to you. And hopefully very soon we will be able to, to, to be together and I will share more about about the work that we do. But today, let's turn to uh, to scripture, to this very well-known passage from Psalm 23, verses 1 to 4. So I will be reading uh, the passage now. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie in green pastures, he leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now these are well-known verses from the Bible. And I don't know about you, but every time I read them, I have this image in my head of an endless green field with a stream running through it and with sheep fasting in an endless supply of food. I picture myself somehow transported to that place through prayer. It's as if through prayer I am able to enter what I call my own spiritual tardies that will transport me to another dimension where everything is perfect and all the troubles of this world are somehow lifted off my shoulders and I can leave them behind until I return refreshed and ready to engage with them again. It is certainly a tempting and attractive picture, isn't it? I'm not sure how many times you have entered your own spiritual tardies and have been transported to a place like this, a place of endless spiritual food available. But in my experience, at least, I have to confess, it isn't really been that many times. Most of the time, uh, this spiritual Greenland is more like a wish and inspiration than a reality. It mostly becomes a sort of a source of frustration because the spiritual tardies, like the real one, 
is most of the time nowhere to be found. And if that's where the real spiritual food is, I don't seem to be able to find my way there. And then I start to get frustrated and mostly disappointed. And and a feeling of spiritual failure follows it. So why is it that I can't get to the green land, the green pastures? Yeah, yes, there, there are times where I have found myself to connect with God in a transcendent way. So I don't want to dismiss this sort of experience because some of us have experienced it and, and that's great. And if you were there, if, if that's your situation today and if you are experiencing something of a transcendent uh, connection with God, that's great. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy this time. But if you are anything like me, the real everyday life, um, spiritual life, life itself, is far from this. It's more like a barren land where I am more seeking than finding God. And I hope this is not just me. I hope you can relate to my feeling. And... I believe that this is the sort of people, people like me and you in the situation that the psalmist is talking to. And I believe this is the sort of place, this dry and barren land he has in mind when he wrote these verses. You see, I don't think he wrote these verses when he was in a state of spiritual bliss. I believe he wrote this when he had to trust the Lord to find him. Let me explain something about shepherding in the Middle East, which is probably true today as it was when the psalmist wrote these verses. And the first things to say is that green fields are just not the norm in the semi-arid countries like Israel. In Jerusalem itself, it only rains on average 60 days of the year. So it is unlikely that one can find many green fields or green mountains for most of the year. You see, the way they do shepherding in Israel is by taking the flock into the rocky mountains to, to find food. They go away for days, if not months, in order to feed their flock. If you remember in the Bible, David was called in when Samuel wanted to appoint him king. He was far away, looking after his flock. It took days for him to, to arrive. So why do they go to the mountains if they are rocky and, and, and dry? The terrain is, is not, doesn't seem suitable for, for, for flock or for sheep breeding. There is a very good reason that they do it. And although it's a very dry place, there is humidity, and especially, especially during the night, the moisture that is in the air settles on the rocks, and the rocks retain the humidity, which in turn creates under the rocks the environment for green pastures to grow. So the shepherd go to the mountain to find water and green pasture for their flocks, they go then from place to place to feed the flock. 
And as they go along, the sheep turn the rocks to find the food. So looking from a distance, you might they might even look like rock-eating sheep. Once the area runs out of green pastures, the shepherd then takes the flock to a new place. And a good shepherd will know which side of the mountain, which side of for, for each time of the year, he will find good food and water. And you see, the flock has to trust that the shepherd will find the food. And that trust is demonstrated by them following their shepherd. They can't stay still. They have to move. So the mountains are also full of danger from other animals. And it take, takes a lot of trust to follow someone in that wilderness. The flock will know the, their shepherd and will follow him or her. So coming back to a passage, to, to the passage we just read, when the psalmist was thinking of the Lord as his shepherd, this is the image he had in mind. He wasn't thinking about sheep farming in the Yorkshire Dales because that was not his reality. His reality was a rocky, dry place with low humidity where one has to look for food and where the flock has to trust the shepherd. And I don't know you, but my spiritual journey resembles much more the Rocky Mountains of Israel, where I find myself having to trust the Lord at every step. It really doesn't resemble a long green field of endless supply of spiritual food. That's what I find most amazing about our God. Our God is a God that comes to find us where we are. And he guides us in our reality, in our day to day. You see, God is not a God that is trying to take us out of the world. If you remember, Jesus prayed in this way. He said, I asked, I asked that you don't take them out of this world, but that they are protected from the evil one. So our God is a God that comes in that comes to us and that says to us, I will be with you. And I, even when things are not going right, I am with you and I'm guiding you. And another thing that I find more, in, more interesting is that the trust that we have to place on the Lord is an active trust. We needed to get up and do something we needed to actively choose to walk with him. We can't stay still and expect that the food will come to us. We have to do our part. I honestly don't know why God hasn't made it as easy as just giving us a green field of endless spiritual food laid out on a table in front of us. I guess it has something to do with our own human nature. If you think of Adam, he saw the Lord. He had it all laid out before him, easy. But he still didn't trust the Lord. There is something in the act of us having to actively seek the Lord. And generally, for most of us, Sundays are a time when 
we seek the Lord, where we gather and where we find food and water for our souls. It's a place that is, is kind of this green pasture where, where we find it. And during these times when we can't meet and we can't get fed in this normal way, it is even more important that we trust the Lord and that we seek Him with all our heart and soul and that we find alternative ways of doing it. And I'm guessing this is an alternative way of seeking this the food from the Lord. But we know from what the psalmist is trying to say to us is that we can trust that the Lord is a good shepherd and that he is the one that will lead us to the food and to the water we need. And like the psalmist today, I pray for me and I pray for us and I pray that with a little bit more understanding the context, we will pray trusting in the Lord, like the psalmist was able to pray. And we pray together and we say, the Lord's my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come to me. Amen.
gently call me into your presence, guiding me by your Holy Spirit. Teach me, dear Lord, to live all of my life through your eyes. I'm captured by your Holy being there as a constant when the world seems so cruel. Lift up those who are struggling due to the isolation this pandemic has caused and is causing. Help those who care for the most isolated and lonely in our community to feel secure and loved. Lord, hear our cries and bring comfort to those in need. Help those in leadership of local government and national leaders to make wise decisions, to do what is right for the communities they serve. Bring your wisdom to those in leadership at this time. To those working for charities and particularly Latin Link, bring comfort and help them serve with grace. Guide those involved to know how to make a difference to the lives of the people in need. Lord, we thank you for the time we have spent together today and ask that you remain with us and we feel your presence in our lives as we go about our daily life.
So now let's join all our prayers together in the words our Saviour taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And so may we know the blessing of our God who calls us to be his people, his church in this place and in this time. May we know the blessing of our God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit, today and evermore. Amen.